0: Welcome back to our wonderful little series all about DragCon UK 2023. This is quite an interesting episode, isn't it? Because this week we're going to be talking about the international queens we got to meet. Now, as usual, I'm here with the wonderful Thotter Stew. Hello again, loves. <laughs> And Jim Bunny Glenn Kevin. Oy, oy. <laughs> that, that was awfully butch. That's a mess. You want your it's supplements, like, On the protein.
1: On the protein. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Get the creatine in there. I actually, do have some of that with us right now, you know. <laughs> do you?
2: Oh, yeah.
1: yeah it's, it's wild berry. Like, I'm like nom, 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 nom. Oh, yummy.
0: It was one of those weird things. You remember that episode of South Park where basically like Cartman just started taking all of the sort of like protein and stuff but wasn't actually working out and he just became like really fat. I I had a mate uni who did that where they just took creatine all the time but then just never worked out regularly so they just kind of just they bulked in a different way I think is the uh, way of saying it. Speaking of no, I can't even segue into that one, right? We, we met some on. wonderful
2: people at DragCon UK. Instead the... of bulking up and getting fat, we met some lovely international <laughs> We
0: met some... <laughs> All right, okay. Let's not do that. At DragCon UK, yeah. we met some wonderful people, but I think one of the most interesting things was obviously meeting queens that were not too familiar with like the international queens and i thought it was quite kind of great because some of them i'm gonna be fully honest uh, that we met not necessarily the ones we're chatting to today but i didn't know who they were and then getting to see them perform and you're just going i want to know who that is i'm watching that season like wow what did you think Stu?
2: i really enjoyed it because part of dragcon is obviously people are going to see the people that they know the people they love the most because it was con uk a lot of the sort of queens and performers that came from outside of the, you know, the UK, the US one, maybe even the Canada one, the ones that are a bit more spread across the world, they had a lot more people sort of, you know, with expectations. The queens that were coming from other parts of the world had a little bit of an advantage whereby, you know, maybe not, they weren't as well known, but also a little bit of a disadvantage because it meant that queues might not be so big. Then you put them on a stage or you put them on the pink carpet and the people who might not know who they are suddenly want to know who they are. Uh, you know, it, it takes all of seconds of seeing these kind of artists being like, "Oh yeah, by the way, our season exists." You know, "Oh, you didn't watch it because of our subtitles? Well, you're gonna want to watch it now." And I thought that was great. Uh, you know, and we thankfully did get to have the chance to, you know, interview a few of them. Not all of them. There are many, many more that we would have <laughs> interviewed. But I'm glad that we got to at least see a few of them because they. They're really interesting, and there's no difference between the queens where you don't have to read subtitles, you know? Learn to read, damn it. <laughs> I mean, drag is universal. How about you, Glenn?
1: I think for me, it was also getting to meet these queens that where I've not watched their season, but now I want to watch their season and yeah. read the subtitles. I need to make a note to learn to read. Uh, but once <laughs> I've done that, I am going to watch the episodes. Uh, but I think also for me, it was also just how professional and elegant and how the queens actually built a rapport with you in an instant when talking to them because they wanted you to know them and they wanted to know you and they were just wonderful people overall and yeah i think especially with uk versus the world and canada versus the world it kind of starts putting people on a list where you're like you better do it you better turn up i want to see you next
0: yeah Yeah. so the first person that we got to interview was the wonderful prince from drag race philippines what was the impression you got off them Stu?
2: Honestly, it's just one of those people who walk into a room and you feel at ease around them. You feel that level of sort of friendship, even though you don't necessarily know who they are straight away. And they wanted to talk to other people as much as other people wanted to talk to them. And that was really, really nice to see. And Prince, especially, is someone who was eliminated you know, very early on in the series. So you know, not only is it a less widespread season, It's also a first-out situation. So, you know, really, the opportunity was there enough to get on the telly, but how much do people know about Prince? Mm. You could just tell that Prince was like, no, you are going to know me and you should know me because look at how great this is and yeah. that was just the outfit and the makeup never mind the performance elements
0: yeah that's it it's like drag and DragCon is finding new drag it's not just going there being like oh i want to see like this person or oh i'm gonna go and see danny beard it's like going like for instance like onyx like obviously we're talking about prince now but like onyx who i met like i did not know who they were before it and i was just like you are the most amazing thing in the entire world like i bought loads of their merch because i was just like no 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 this is amazing i love this but uh yes yeah, so here was our wonderful interview with prince oh oh I'm here with the delightful Prince from Drag Race Philippines. How are you enjoying DragCon?
3: It's very tiring, but what matters the most is the happiness that comes with it. So this is my first time actually doing DragCon since um, we aired the season. Um, I'm very happy. I'm glad to be here. I'm not, I'm, it's my first time in the UK as well. So mm-hmm. I'm having the, the best of time. And actually, t- yesterday, when it was my birthday. So I was setting up my booth and I met all the girls. It was really fun. So happy
0: birthday thank you thank you what's it like having drag like take you to new places and get to visit other countries
3: oh it's amazing um i wasn't expecting this at all to be honest because you know we're from the philippines in the first place it's really far so like this is insane for me and it's going really well except for the train strike that's happening right now in london but then (laughs) it it was good it was good
1: so what current projects have you got uh, that might uh, you want people to have a look at
3: Current projects. Well, technically, I have, I'm organizing a ball with my partner. Who's here with me, Nunoy Revlon from Legendary. And um, what else? I think they might have to wait. I don't think I can say anything <laughs> for now. <laughs>
0: We're hearing that a lot. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. Yes. Well, in your series, like, um, if you could do any
0: ideal challenge, what would it be?
3: Ideal challenge? Oh, I would... Uh, um, on my season, they didn't do anything like an acting challenge. So I think um, in the Philippines, we have um, comedy skits. I think I would really love to do a comedy skit because we didn't have that.
0: No, that's really nice.
3: Uh, if you were to collaborate with any artist outside the Philippines series, who would be
2: your dream to collaborate with?
3: Oh, like any artist or any, any drag artist? Any artist? Oh, I l- I'm currently obsessed with Janelle Monet. I love her music. Okay. So definitely Janelle Monáe. If I, if, I, if I can sing, but I can't sing, so... It's just a not dream. It's a dream. Yeah, it's <laughs> sell it with body language. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can do that. Maybe she's she, she dance she sings and then I dance. <laughs> hmm
0: Oh, that's so nice. Um, is there anything you'd you'd like to promote?
3: Oh not really. Just buy my merch, that's it. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at Prince Morel. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank
0: Thanks you. so much.
3: Thank you. thank you, thank you.
1: Oh, 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 oh. Go. It was so lovely to get to meet Prince. Like, what an amazing person. And I've got to say, best bag ever. It was literally a leg. And then, after that, we did get to speak to Diamante, Mary Brown from Espanol. They
0: were wonderful, and I was really pleased because this was on the final day of DragCon that we got to speak to them, when I actually had a voice back, so I actually get to partake in this interview, rather than just being this sort of silent husk at the side. (laughs) Or, as we've just heard, the horrible rasping mess, which was my voice on day one, so... No, I, I got such an amazing energy from Mary Brown. It was this, you know, this thing where you're just like, I just want to be your friend. Like, that. you know, that this, this yeah. wonderful bobbliness and the fact that they were so happy to be there. And that outfit was amazing. Obviously, you can watch all of these interviews on our YouTube channel and you can see what I was wearing, what they were wearing, what Glenn was wearing, that Stu wasn't there. Uh, you know, all of the important things, I think. I was in at least four.
2: <laughs> and I helped. I did help. I was holding up the camera behind the very warm ring light.
0: That was my job. (laughs) With that being said, let's see what Diamante Mary Brown had to say to us. Oh, 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 oh girl hello there i'm the velvet snatch and i'm here with the fabulous
4: diamante mary brown from drag race hispania how are you doing my dear i'm great i'm i'm doing great having a blast having a very very good time and i'm i'm just very excited to be here and to be sharing time with you guys as well that's so sweet how are you enjoying dragcon it's incredible people is just so nice and i'm very surprised uh, about not surprised but I'm very happy to see that all of the other queens from the other franchises Mm. are very close, very nice and I'm I'm having such a great time in between sisters so I'm very happy. I think everyone shares the struggle, everyone's like, oh I know what it's like. Yes, I I can be sometimes like, I do have uh, the number of my psychiatrist (laughs) if you need to. (laughs) We've all been there so we know what it is, we know how it feels like so I think that that also makes us come closer.
1: So if you were ever to return to a Drag Race series, what challenge would you either want to redo or is there a challenge that you missed out on that you'd want to try?
4: Yes, uh, actually the the challenge for writing lyrics and dancing and doing choreo and girl group challenge. Yeah. Uh, I missed it on my season and I was so sad because that's what I actually do. I do write my own songs, I, I dance, I choreograph. So I missed that one out and I really, really wish that I could do that because that is the one that I think that I could hit it out of of the park. Yeah.
0: I wanted to ask, like,
4: obviously, since Drag Race, like, you've traveled to a lot of places. Like, what's been your favorite place so far? Okay, so, actually, we were on tour for, like, seven months. I think it was one of the longest tours for a season of Drag Race. We did, like, 97 shows. It was hectic. And I think my favorite place uh, was uh, La Palma de Gran Canaria, in the Canary Islands, yeah. because uh, drag is so... Um, inside of the culture of the of the place is everybody's just used to it yeah. so the crowd was just incredible it was a huge venue a lot of people and the crowd just made it so worth it going all the way there so mm-hmm. yeah las palmas was just incredible
1: and um, what are your plans for 2023 what projects have you got coming up
4: okay so i i actually cannot <laughs> a lot about the project. We get that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're drug queens. <laughs> we try not to spoil things up. Um, but I'm going to say that more music, more music, uh, more performances, and more traveling. I think that sums it up without without saying too much. <laughs> it sounds exciting anyway.
0: Yes. Is there anything that you'd like to mention or promote while we're here?
4: Uh, I just released a single with Charissa May called oh. Pollo Frito. So check it out it's on all um platform music platforms and also we did a great video clip uh in zaragoza my hometown in in spain actually in the school the high school i used to study so it's it's great video the song is great Uh, at least i like it depends on your taste (laughs) it's reggaeton like everything i do but yeah there's that and i think it's very enjoyable very danceable so check it out yeah
0: amazing wait Uh, is theresa may spanish yes Oh, she's, she's never
4: mentioned it.
2: She's kept that
4: pretty close to her heart. Yes. Yeah. You can barely notice because she has no accent at all. Yes. Broad Geordie. Broad yes. Geordie. Not very much. Thank you so much for speaking to us, Diamante. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. It's been a
0: pleasure.
2: <laughs> yeah, what exactly what you said about the level of energy and, you know, someone that you want to be friends with. you You can't get more than that. You know, that's exactly what that interview was it was just a lovely person putting themselves out there and just having it was like chatting to a friend you know it's like you it's not wanting a friendship it's like you already had a friendship which is cute you know it's always nice it's a good way to put yourself out there and then that leads us on to the third of our interviews for this special episode of international queens uh, I believe this was one of your favourites, wasn't it, Velvet? <laughs> this is absolutely one of my favourites. Like
0: one of these, like sort of, oh my god, I got to beat them, kind of, kind of thing. It sounds so dumb, but it's like obviously. While we've just said, oh, it's people we didn't know. Yeah, and then I'm like, you know, I blatantly knew who this was. I was gutted that this was one of the days when I wasn't able to speak. So while I don't speak in the interview, I did chat to her, rasping away. <laughs> off camera so I got to uh, meet one of my heroes but this is the wonderful Sedegine from Drag Race Holland now yeah I-, I think this is this is my drag this is what I love about drag is Sedegine they have these crazy well thought out comedy performances they have this wonderful sort of Not necessarily genderfuck, but basically sort of what I grew up with, you know, and obviously in the interview, they mentioned their influences and I immediately go, me too, actually, you know, that's like, that's what I grew up with. So, no, it was absolutely an absolute joy to speak to them.
1: I love Jane so much. And like, from what you were saying, like with genderfuck, the way I describe their drag is probably very 90s, if your dad could do makeup well. And put a dress on.
0: Wait, that's it. It's, it's that thing <laughs> where it's, so right. you don't want to be insulting, but it's that idea. It's that. It's that wonderful. It's Patrick Swayze in like To Wong Fu. It's that Priscilla Queen of the Desert. It's that you know what I grew up with, where it's an art form and it's a comedy style, not just. A look.
1: Cesar Jean is just trying to pass as a drag queen, not as a woman, not as femme. They just want people to know that they are a drag queen. Yeah.
0: Is it wrong that I actually find the voice kind of sexy too? No. Cool. Not at okay. okay.
2: <laughs> also, if it, it, when Cezarjean is not in drag, that is a daddy right there. So, you know, <laughs> what you're saying about like your dad does drag well, it's it is very much that situation with Cesar Jean. Uh Not only drag did well, as in looks. Like you said, amazing, amazing comical value. Shall <laughs> we have a listen and see how this almost silent from you conversation went, Velvet?
0: <laughs> it's literally when you see the video of it. It's just me being like ee!
1: at the side. Daddy, Sezen. Oh, 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 girl. Oh, girl. <laughs> You've got me, Glenn, Kevin here with Velvet Snatch and Sezen. Uh, Hello. Hi. <laughs> velvet's just speechless around you i guess (laughs) (laughs) this is funny okay yeah let's go
5: (laughs) are you having a good drag con oh it's amazing it's wonderful i keep on saying this but for all the people that love drag they should be here i mean next drag con if you're not here this year make sure you're coming because this
1: is this is a beautiful experience yeah so, if you ever wanted, if you ever returned to Drag Race, is there a challenge that you missed out on that you wanted to do, or is there a challenge that you would like I rather would, have had thrown in there that you've not had a chance to do? I, I, mean, I was
5: one episode away of doing my family resemblance with my mom, and that would just been so wonderful to do that with her to make her step into my daily life and, and uh, giving her a little glimpse of my career and what i do and we were so ready for it so that's um oh i felt yeah i was really sad that that i wasn't able to do that and oh another challenge i would love to have to done the, the the weather challenge on the on, oh my god yes i love that that yes 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 that one that one for sure that one <laughs> so what plans have you got for 2023 2023 is going to bring some great things. I feel it and I'm working on my theater show, which is starting in March. I'm traveling to the Netherlands and Belgium in March and in April. And I've been working on this for two years, so it's going to be it's going to be something. And I'm very excited to to do that. And hopefully then after that, translated and bringing to the UK or
1: America. Yes, I cannot wait. I was going to ask about that because you you did a really good show with, um, was it Fra? Uh, for the UK versus the world it.
5: Yes, yes, that was... Oh my God, JGB was there as well, no? Yeah, we had yeah. so much fun, and we've been... I mean, I like... We've been to Scotland, and the one thing we keep on talking about is, like, we had to stop the car because there were just... Sheeps in Wheel of the Road and we were like, wow, this is an experience. But also that tour uh, from Inside Promotions was really fun to do. Yeah. And I love Jeju, though. We had we had the best time. Yeah. has there ever been a favorite city that you've uh, visited on tour my favorite city that i mean i have to say i've been to lithuania and that was because it was so beautiful and so pretty and then i had the chance to travel to poland also a few weeks ago and they were so lovely and it it is that's maybe not my favorite city but i could feel the the warming the, the people were so warm and you know the rights are not like they're supposed to be there, and that made it so, so good for me to see how the activism is there and how people are fighting for their rights.
1: So I think it's going to be Lithuania and Poland for me.
0: Oh wow!
1: Yeah. And um, where does the inspiration come from for some of your acts as well? Because like some of your acts are hilarious. Sorry, what's and, some of my acts? Oh yeah, yeah, like you've got such good comedy. You know we with smoke pot music. in the Netherlands. You know that.
5: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, well, I've I've been looking up to uh, Damon for for sure, and there is some cabaretiers uh, in the Netherlands that I love, and I like a good mix-up. I love I've, I love mixing with music and creating stories. Like I have a Titanic uh, parody, that that is definitely my favorite, and. Um, yeah, I just love making from a, from a story, making it a little different. How I see it, I mean, yes. And I'm gonna start doing uh, re rewatch Disney movies and make some <laughs> make some parodies on that for 2023. <laughs>
1: Thank you so much for your time. It's been wonderful to meet you. Thank
5: you for having me. I hope you get your voice back one day. I would love to hear your voice. But, anyways, it was wonderful. Thanks for having me and uh, happy Dracon. Thank, Thank you. you.
0: and that's it it was absolutely wonderful to speak to set and meet them at last after seeing a couple of their gigs around the uk uh now that's the end of our little short short and sweet episode here in the next episode we'll be going into uk and
2: beyond where we'll be speaking to who've we got again we have the lovely cheryl holt We have the amazing Crystal, and we have the absolutely stunning Lady Camden, who I definitely wasn't super excited for and nearly knocked someone (laughs) out to interview.
0: No, they were wonderful to meet. But yes, tune in for our next episode to listen to them.
1: RuPaul's DragCon UK was at the London Excel Centre from the 6th to the 8th of January. Tickets are still available for RuPaul's DragCon LA.
0: Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye.